This is Sebi's podcast. My opening segment today, guys, is proud and sponsored by, again, Discount Tire Shop. Discount Tire Shops, the guys I've already spoken. If you need electric, mechanical, oil change, anything that requires Discount Tire Shops, the bros have already spoken to reach out to them. Discount Tire Shops. And this is my opening segment here in Sebi's podcast. And thank you for all the listeners here listening to us here on Sebi's podcast. A gorgeous afternoon here in the Central Florida area. Hot and dry, around 84 today. And um, another great weekend in the NFL. Um, spectacular comebacks, uh, OT games, and, and, and upsets. It's just been bedlam thus far through five weeks in the NFL. And week five was actually pretty decent as well. Um, We'll go ahead and touch on all of the games, the recaps, and some of the intriguing players and intriguing moments of week five. But first, we start off with a little debate. Drew Brees. Last night, we already watched the uh, game between the Redskins and the Saints in the Superdome in New Orleans. And Drew Brees coming into that game was sitting third all time in the passing list behind Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. Well, you know that he was bound to break it. I mean, Drew Brees, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, undoubtedly. Uh, This is a guy in Drew Brees that, you know, who broke Dan Marino's single season passing yard record in 2015. And then last night, you know, around the third quarter, a 62-yard bomb to UCF alum Traquan Smith to break that record. And, And what a way to do it. A way to do it in throwing a touchdown, and, you know, at home in front of your fans in the Superdome. And I think one of the more underrated fan bases in the NFL, the Saints. But what a way to do it, you know, in the confines of the Superdome. In a city where, you know, Drew Brees has name, made a name for him. Uh, we remember Katrina in 2005 and how Drew Brees and Sean Payton met and kind of galvanized the city and took under their wings. And, you know, New Orleans has just been... Drew Brees' home, and and they've accepted him with open arms. He's done a lot for the city and the community as well, winning, uh, you know, Walter Payton Man of the Year awards and things like that. But New Orleans has just been special to Drew Brees. But along with special comes Mr. Accurate. And this is what I like to call Drew Brees. Mr. Accurate. I mean, this guy is just phenomenal. You know, and, and, and it pains me because... You know, when we talk about some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, we tend to forget the greatness, the magnitude, and the excellence of a Drew Brees. You know, we think about Peyton Manning, you know, (laughs) for obvious reasons, you know, Peyton Manning did a lot for the NFL. Uh, Tom Brady comes to mind, Aaron Rodgers, uh, John Elway, guys like um, Joe Montana and Brett Favre, all these names come, you think about some of the more special and iconic quarterbacks in the NFL of all time. But we tend to forget about Drew Brees. Drew Brees, right now, currently, right now. And this is a debate that I've been listening all around in a lot of TV networks and a lot of radio networks. When we think about the great greatest quarterbacks right now, currently playing, active in the NFL, first we think Aaron Rodgers, right? 
and, and Tom Brady. You know, you can go one, two in that. You can flip flop them however you may like. But we norm the norm is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady or Brady Rodgers. But where's Breeze in that discussion? Where is Breeze in that conversation? And, and that right there is just mind blowing to think that we're talking about the greatest active quarterbacks right now, the best active right now. And we don't include Drew Brees. We don't include uh, 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 Mr. Ackery. We don't include a guy that has the record, who's currently in Canton, Ohio, in the Hall of Fame with his jersey uh, right now as the record holder for the single season passing record, passing Dan Marino. And then last night, what he does, passing Peyton and Brett Favre for the all-time passing list. And then we don't consider him in the discussion, in the running, as one of the best quarterbacks currently right now. And that, to me, it, it itches me. It, 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 I'm baffled by that. And now let's, you know what, let, let's, let's, let's kind of narrow it down here. Let's take Tom Brady out of discussion, because you guys all know how I feel about Tom Brady. The GOAT. You know, five championships. That's not to be denied. You know, that's the GOAT right there. But that that's not to be, you know, detained or, or you, you... Five championships don't grow on trees. So let's just take him out of discussion. Because right now, you know, obviously, you know, Brady's aging. And, you know, right now... Aaron Rodgers seemingly is the man as the greatest, uh, the best quarterback right now. You know, he's the heir apparent when Tom Brady retires or whenever that will be because <laughs> seems like he wants to play till 45. But let's just narrow it down to Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, right? Drew Brees, 39 years old. Um, you know, we don't think that he's going to be playing for quite long, but we underestimate the greatness of him. So let's narrow, let's narrow down both of their careers thus far. Now, Drew Brees is six years older than Aaron Rodgers. So some of the stats that I will throw out to you right now, it can be misleading. You know, if you were going to say, oh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't played. He's not 39 yet. Who says that he's not going to break these records? Well, who says he doesn't? You know, he's in a debacle out there in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been great since he started quarterbacking for the Green Bay Packers. And they haven't blessed him with talent since the 2010 season when they won Super Bowl 45 and he won uh, Super Bowl MVP honors. So let's just take a look at both of these careers first. We'll start off with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a career, a career 66.9 completion percentage. He's had led the league in completions four times, including 72.7%, 71.4%, 7.04%, and another 70%. That's four times. That's only been done uh, by him, right? The single season record percentage, he has that, 72.7. Consecutive passing uh, touchdowns, he had that at 54, and it's been broken by Peyton Manning a couple years ago. Drew Brees is a career 283-yard per game passer. He already owns the consecutive 4,000-yard uh, passing seasons, passing uh, Peyton Manning for 13, and he currently has 13, and, who's, and we all believe that he's going to pass Peyton Manning for that, so technically they're tied right now. And he has five seasons of 5,000 yards. 
Are you kidding me? You're kidding me? Drew Brees has those type of numbers. And we don't solidify himself as one of the all-time greats. Now let's go to Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, only 33 years old. I'm from Chino, California. Recognized as the bad man that he is. Um, a career, 65% completion percentage. Um, obviously, Drew Brees has a 71,968 yards passing. He has the record right now. Aaron has 40,474. So we're not sure if he's going to get that. Um, he's he, he probably going to have to be throwing a lot, um, which he does because, you know, Green Bay doesn't have a running game there. Um, right now, Drew Brees, 497 touchdowns all time. Aaron Rodgers, 323. But what Aaron Rodgers does have over Drew Brees is 79 interceptions only, and that's career-wise. So that's best all-time right there, passing Dan Marino. Aaron Rodgers has a 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. That's best all-time. Not only that, but Aaron Rodgers does have a 103.7 passer rating for his career that's best of all time as well as his passing yardage which is lower than drew Brees at 260.2 yards per game now throwing those stats obviously uh, you know Aaron Rodgers is I'm not saying he's 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 not better than than Drew Brees I'm not saying that but the numbers speak for themselves folks I mean these numbers don't lie Obviously, Aaron's got him uh, for the passer rating. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have the highest passer rating of all time, um, as well as the touchdown to interception ratio from four to one. But the other stats all favor Drew Brees. I mean, look at this. You know, five seasons of 5,000 yards, four seasons, uh, 13 seasons, excuse me, for 4,000 yards. You know, he's led the league in passing for seven times. He's got 109 300-yard passing games, 15 400-yard passing games. Are you kidding me? A guy like that has to be acknowledged as one of the best. I mean, I, I and I look, I, I wasn't raised back in the 80s, 70s, and the 90s. I am a 90s kid, but look, you look at the totality of Drew Brees' career, the entire tenure, and these numbers shouldn't be underestimated. I mean, Peyton Manning is great. Brett Favre had a gunslinger's, a rocket of an arm. He was great. Peyton Manning's, you know, how his mind, how he prepared um, in practices, pre-snap, how he could read your defenses, second to none. You know, uh, John Elway, the grit, the mind, the heart to pick up first downs, to, to throw under the rest. You know, he had the heart of a lion. He was great. Troy Aikman was good as well, although he was a product of a good uh, running game with Emmett Smith. And then, you know, you have uh, Joe Montana, who is considered one of the all-time greats, you know, but he doesn't have the numbers of a Drew Brees. And then uh, Tom Brady, who's considered the best ever, uh, the most accomplished, but you know, even him doesn't have numbers like Drew Brees. And, and, and you look at Terry Bradshaw, Frank Tankerton. Uh, these are old time guys back in the 60s and 50s. Bart Starr. Uh, these guys 
a legendary, iconic figures don't have the stats of Drew Brees. And he has the record books. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So when you think about Drew Brees, and he's well on his way to being top five. Right now, he's probably outside of the top five in the top 10 area. But when it's all said and done and he chooses to retire that number nine jersey in New Orleans, he's going to be up there in the top five. And it's not out of the realm for Drew Brees to potentially eclipse that top three spot as maybe one of the top three quarterbacks ever to ever lace them up. Now, we go to recap the NFL in week five. You know, <laughs> this is what we like about consumers, man. This is what we love about consumers because we get great games, we get great matchups and everything. The Browns get their first win in 243 Sundays, you know, beating division and divisional foe Baltimore. A very tough-minded Baltimore team that just beat Pittsburgh and Heinz Field. You know, you get great games like the Giants and Carolina on the field as well as off the field shenanigans with Odell and Sterling Shepard, how they're being uh, putting on a show on an act on the sidelines where they're not happy and satisfied that Eli Manning's throwing them the ball. You know, we have great storylines like the 5-0 Rams, the 5-0 Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, Jared Goff and Sean McVay in LA, you know, storylines like that. And then, uh, you know, more of the dramatic endings like the Vikings go back to Philly where they lost at the venue of the NFC Championship where they lost a year ago. Now with Kirk Cousins and a defense making, you know, Carson Wentz rather pedestrian in that game. He, he's not having his feet back in yet. He hasn't had a, a good feel for how uh, the game was pre-injury. So it's going to take him some time to get acclimated back. But all of these storylines are just good. But one thing I want to talk about. And, and I think this kind of gets overlooked. This past 2018 NFL draft, we had four quarterbacks drafted in the top 10. Four quarterbacks being number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield. Number three overall pick, Sam Darnold to the New York Jets. Seventh overall pick in Josh Allen to the Buffalo Bills. And also um, Josh Rosen out of UCLA, uh, starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, picked at number 10. All started last Sunday in the NFL. It's the first time that that's happened since the 1998 season when uh, we remember that Peyton Manning went one and Ryan Leaf went two. And they had a couple others as well. But this is the first time since then that four rookie starting quarterbacks started in the same Sunday. And you know what's crazy? They all, they all won on Sunday. Now, I, I mean, some of them were dramatic, you know. Uh, we saw the Buffalo game where Titans had a chance to win at at the buzzer. Uh, a field goal by Ryan Suckup. He misses. Um, Baker Mayfield had the lead 
the Browns, the dog pound in overtime to beat Baltimore. We saw that Josh Rosen on the road uh, in Levi Stadium against the 49ers in the Bay Area find a way to beat the 49ers, a really, really relatively bad 49ers team. Uh, you, you all know that Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season with a torn ACL. And then Sam Donald just lit up. And I mean, just lit up that Denver secondary. I mean, and, and, and I was looking at the game and, and I'm over here as a spectator saying, where's the secondary? Where is the safeties? You have Robbie Anderson running wide open, deep in your secondary. And, and and not only once, twice, but three or four times I can remember. And then you have just the the arm that Sam Donald is just chucking it up there and letting Robbie and the speedy Robbie Anderson do the rest. And, you know, that's probably one of the more underrated aspects in Sam Donald's game is he's got an underrated arm because he, he does have a cannon of an arm. He's pretty strong out of that USC program that they have there with Steve Sarkeesian. But all four rookie quarterbacks won last Sunday. And it got you to think, well, is the NFL in a great position? Because all of these young quarterbacks are starting to, you know, this is probably like a, a renaissance, a new rebirth in the NFL. We see all of these new and modern day quarterbacks, spread offenses, read option type things kind of having success in, in, in the in the, uh, the NFL season thus far. And, and you want to look at guys like maybe Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck, um, Colin Kaepernick um, to a certain extent before um, his uh, debacle started where all the read options kind of paved the way for this. And, and we ask yourself, is the NFL with the, all of these young quarterbacks in a very good position? You know, we've got the four that I just stated. You know, last year, you have Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson um, as well. And, and, and other teams have like Mitch Trubisky doing well in uh, in Chicago and Jared Goff. And you ask yourself, wow, this league is probably going to be great at the quarterback position forever. I mean, all these young quarterbacks are thus far, thus far have looked pretty good and and some of them have been blessed some of them have just come in and 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 just in the great in the great system and just in a great situation like you I mean jared goff fell into sean McVay's lap patrick Mahomes fell to uh andy weed's lap at number 10 you know mitch trubisky they did have to trade up a lot of assets to him but bringing in matt Nagy. These quarterbacks have just been blessed to have the opportunity to have great offensive mind and gurus to enable them to be successful and to help them out in their process. You know, but you, you ask yourself, these four quarterbacks, and maybe, are, are we going to look back at this draft five to ten years down the road and say, hmm, perhaps, and just perhaps, is the 2018 NFL draft one of the best ever with these four quarterbacks going in the top 10, and that being Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and Josh Allen. And that's something to really think about because, you know, the Jets have found their franchise quarterback, and they hope that he becomes the next Joe Namath. The Browns, <laughs> they, they're just looking for a savior. And thus far, May Baker Mayfield seemingly looks like that. You know, it, 
two and one in three career starts thus far and then you have josh allen winning his uh two and one as well as a starter and also josh rosen winning his first ever career start on the road against the 49ers so you know uh, the nba has always had the young talents and you know endorsements have always backed them up with whether it's shoe deals or commercials and things like that well that's something that the nfl may want to see with these young cats and these young guns because i personally think that the nfl is sitting in a very good position with all these young quarterbacks with all these offensive court uh, offensive quarterback or former quarterbacks as coaches or offensive coordinators the minds and the grooves how innovated and schematic that they can make things happen for them the NFL might just be in a really good place looking down five to ten years from now. And this is Sebi's Podcast. <laughs>